If you can, open up your Bibles. Proverbs chapter 29. We are getting ready for 2019. And uh, for those that are watching online or on television, if you, uh, if you, if, if for some reason we are not able to finish the message before we go off the air live, go to our website, go to Faith Pleases God, and you can see, you can watch us online there. We are broadcasting on our YouTube channel, on Facebook, as well as our website. So just go there and you'll be able to, and on Jesus Pod, you can find Faith Pleases God on the Jesus Pod app under the church and be able to watch it there. Proverbs 29, verse 18, it says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there's no vision, the people perish. And this morning, I want to speak to you about focus. Focus. Uh, Because there are a lot of things that we might want, desire, to see it happen in 2019. But God doesn't call you to everything. God calls you to something. And it's important that you focus so that you are not chasing after things that you're not supposed to be doing. There are a lot of ministers that they they get caught up in a game of doing everything that everybody else is doing just because people are being ministered that way, which is good. But it's important to recognize that we are servants of the Most High God. We are not the originators of the ministry. We are servants of God. So the things that we do are the things that God calls us to do, not the things that we do for because we just wanted to do them. Amen? And so it's important that we focus so that our, our time is not being eaten away. So that our, our, our strength is not withering. It's important for us to focus on what God has for us for 2019. Amen? And the Bible says where there's no vision, the people perish. Or the Bible says where the, there's no vision, the people cast off constraint. Anything that you do not have a vision for will be destroyed. Let me just say that again. Anything that you do not have a vision for will be destroyed. If you don't have a vision for your yard and your house, the yard will be destroyed. If you don't have a vision for your body, your body will be destroyed. If you don't have a vision for your hair, and we know who you're talking about, who we're talking about. When you see people that have things that are really beautiful that have been taken care of, it's because they have a vision for it. But if they don't have a vision for it, it gets destroyed. So wherever you are weak, it's because of lack of vision in that area. If you want greater, if you want greater strains or greater results in different areas of your life, begin to have a vision for it. Amen? And, and you will see that it will become greater. But the Bible says wherever there's no vision, the, th- the, the people perish. So money is destroyed when there's no vision. Money's, you know, especially the, the, the young, when, when they're in starting out, they get a job, they start making some money, you know, they're making more money than they ever made before, but yet they're more broke than ever before. Why? No vision. No vision for it. And you open it up and, you, you know, you look at everything that they spend their money on and, and you know, it's donuts and coffee. <laughs> they have more vision for that than they did for the future. And so it's like that in every area where there's no vision, the people perish. And so entering into 2019, it's important that we clarify the vision over our life so that the things that are happening in our life will not be destroyed. You should have a vision in many different areas, 
and you should clarify that vision so that when you enter into 2019, you focus. You focus. Because when you focus, you'll hit the mark. I shared that story about that little boy that took out an arrow, shot it into a barn, and then took a, a, a red paint and, and painted a bullseye around the arrow. And they asked him, why did you do that? So that people will think I hit what I was aiming for. And that's the way most of us are living our life in every area of our life. Instead of having a vision and focusing, whatever happens, happens. And then we're, we're discouraged and we're beat up and we're not happy with what's happening. And it's not because we didn't have the strength or the ability or God's blessing upon it. It's because we had no vision. And let me tell you what lack of vision does. It destroys your time. It eats away the years. When you don't have a vision for your finances, you find yourself in such deep debt because there's some things that you desire, but instead of asking God for direction, for God's blessing, and, 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 and using your faith, and as you increase sowing, storing, saving up for things, we end up putting on a credit card because we think we can't do it with our, with our, own, our own strength. You know, most people... They, they're believing God for, for God to cancel all their debts, but they don't realize that if God cancels their debts, they're going to go back to the, the bad way of living. I mean, you can't come, you have to come out of poverty. And the way you come out of poverty is not because someone wrote a big check to you. You come out of poverty when you change your heart. When the heart changes and you begin to focus on goals that you, and desires that you have, God will give you spiritual help and wisdom to get there. But if, if, if you don't have a vision, it's just going to be eaten away. Amen? And you're going to find yourself year after year discouraged and not blessed. You know, the, the thing that the Lord has been speaking to me about 2019 uh, is to build and to bless. That's what we're going to be doing as a church. Not only will we be building and, and remodeling the facilities and, and different parts of the ministry, but we're going to be a blessing to the nations. And that's not ever, we're not going to ever stop that, amen? Everybody say, build and bless in 2019. And so think about that for your own family. Build and bless. Wherever you're weak, let's start believing God for his strength and begin to focus our, and have a vision for that, amen? Hallelujah. Go to Habakkuk. Chapter 2, and I don't want you just to have a vision. I want you to be full of vision, just full of vision. And every, you have a vision for everything. You have a vision for everything. In Habakkuk chapter 2, beginning verse 2, it says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Behold, the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Everybody say, the just, the just. shall live by his faith. Again, the just, the just. shall live by his faith. And so the just is me and you, those that have been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. We've been justified by his, blood, by his blood. And so the way that we live is we live by faith. 
And the way we begin to use our faith is when God begins to speak to us about something he has done or something he desires to do. And that becomes a vision inside of our heart that we start applying our faith to it. Vision is not just something that you think about. Vision is something that you receive as revelation from the Lord. Because you might see some things in the natural that inspire you, but God shows you what he wants to make it into, and so you begin to use your faith to get that vision to come about. Amen? You know, the, the, everybody say, I'm a visionary. There's a difference between a worker and a visionary. A visionary, you know, like the, the creation of, of Jesus' pot. I didn't create Jesus' pot just because I thought it was a good idea. I created Jesus' pot because I saw that that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. When I, when, when I was 12 years old, I had a 10-speed bike, and man, I drove that thing all over San Benito. I mean, I just had to, ha I, just, I would just wake up in the morning, someone's having a cookout, and just start driving it until I found it. And, and this was like normal. Driving that 10-speed bike, I would have a backpack on that, on that, on that, while I was driving, and in my, ba my backpack, I had my Sony Walkman. How many of y'all ever heard of CDs? Anybody hear of CDs? Y'all ever heard of CDs before? Wow. And, and I, how many of y'all had a Sony Walkman? Let me see your hands. Oh, wow. Now we're dating ourselves. And I had the headset, and I had the Walkman on, and, and I would ride listening to, to rock and roll music. But since my dad was pastor, it had to be Christian rock. I wasn't as good as my brothers and sisters are getting the other stuff. So I'd be driving all over the city, listening to that. And then, of course, cell phones started coming out. And I would look at the, 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 my Sony Walkman, and I would look at the phone, and I would always play video games. I was thinking, they could put these things together. And so like two years before the iPhone even came out, I was thinking, this stuff needs to come together. Why is it not coming together? It should be this way. So that when iPhone came out, I already knew that it, was, it, was, it wasn't just something that, that was a good idea. It was something that needed to happen. See, that's the something that should have been all along. That's the way we have to be with vision. When you see something, don't just accept it the way it is. Begin to see it the way as, as it should be. Like in your marriage. Your marriage, you should see your marriage not just the way it is, but the way it should be, and let that become the vision for the future of your marriage. When you look at your finances, don't just accept it the way it is, but begin to see it on how it can be and accept it as your future. Make that the vision. Make that the mark. And then watch as you begin to set the vision about where you want to go, how God will begin to give you the wisdom and the spiritual strength to get there. But if you had no vision, it will just be destroyed. Wherever there's no vision, it will die. Many of you have things, I walk around my house and I'm looking and I see boxes and I see, you know, things and I, 
old, old computer, computers in the corner, monitors, mouses. I, I look and I see folders. I see all these things, you know. And one time that was valuable. One time I had a vision for it. Now it's just junk. Now I need to get rid of it. But yet I don't get rid of it. Why? I don't know. But it's just there. It needs to be thrown away. I have no more vision for it. Amen? Wherever there's no vision, things will begin to be destroyed. Relations will be destroyed. Your health will be destroyed. So it's so important that you have a vision in every area. You have to be a visionary. Say, I am a visionary. I'm not just going to see it the way it is, but I have to see it the way it should be. And that becomes the vision that I'm believing God for in 2019. Amen? Hallelujah. And you have to ask that question, what are you believing God for in 2019? And so the first thing that the scripture says is that we're supposed to write the vision. Everybody say, write the vision. And you not just write it down, but keep it in front of you. Why? Because you have to be reminded. You have to be reminded. Because if you don't be reminded, you'll end up chasing after other things and you let go of the vision. And so you have to keep it before you. You have to write the vision. Everybody tell your neighbor, write your vision. Because it's going to happen, but it's going to happen at the right time. And so you have to write the vision and keep it before you so that you don't forget what, what, where God is taking you. Amen? So that when you read it, you begin to say, yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, you're taking me there. Thank you, Lord, that my marriage is going there. Thank you, Lord, that my health is going there in Jesus' name. And so you have to write the vision and keep it in front of you. And you might say, well, well where do I put it? Wherever you need to put it so that it's in front of you. I've seen people write on their mirror. Some people, they write on, the, on their screenshot on their phone. They write on their desk. They write in notepads. Whatever you need to write it to keep the vision in front of you. Because if you, don't, if you don't have the vision before you, you'll never receive it. Or you'll receive a counterfeit. Because the enemy is really good at showing you a counterfeit and getting you to, to claim something that does not really belong to you. You know, that's what he did with Jesus. He, he took him up on the high mountain, you know, and, I mean, he said, all these kingdoms belong to me. Jesus knew that he was supposed to become the king, the king of heaven and earth. And the enemy, the devil, took him and says, I'll give you all these kingdoms if you just bow down and worship me. And Jesus said, you know, Jesus didn't, didn't fall for that trap. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. He, he didn't accept the, the lie of the enemy. Don't accept the lie of the enemy over your life. You have to keep the vision and make it clean and clear. Keep it for you. The, the word of God has to reveal. That's why he said, you know, it is written. Amen? Let me ask you a question. Is it written in your life? Did you write it down? So that you could go back and say, uh-uh, I'm not accepting the counterfeit. It is written. Amen? Hallelujah. And so you write the vision, and then you have to, you know, receive the vision from the Holy Spirit. There are a lot of things that you might be good ideas, but is it God's idea for that area? The things that have not been revealed yet, then begin to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the vision of God over your life. So go, and go to, the, to the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Spend time with Him. 
and watch how the Holy Spirit will speak to you about the vision for your, your life in every area, spiritually, physically, socially, mentally, financially, in every area. And once you hear from the Holy Ghost about the, the direction for your life, come in agreement with the Holy Spirit and make it so that, declare that this is the way it is in Jesus' name. And you're not going to compromise. I want to keep it this way in Jesus' name. Amen? Hallelujah. And so it's so important that we ask the Lord for the vision, the fresh vision for our life. Amen. Go with me to Matthew chapter 7. Everybody say vision. Hallelujah. Praise God. And you know someone who has the vision in front of them because they can't stop talking about the vision. When you meet someone and, and you, ask, you say, hey, how you doing? And they start telling you, I'm doing great. I'm working on this. I'm going this place. This is, this is happening. It's really great. And they, can't, and they got this excitement and this smile. That, oh, that's a man of vision. That's a woman of vision. But you meet someone and say, how you doing? I'm okay. Just getting by. Day to day. Not a person of vision. That's someone who is breathing. That's it. But that's someone that's living in death, not in life. It's almost like, you know, the sun, when you see a flower, uh, you know, especially those sunflowers, how they, they always aim towards the sun. And they turn, as the, as the day changes, they turn, always aim at That's the way vision is. Wherever the vision is, I'm aiming at it. Wherever God's word and will over my life, I'm aiming for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 7, verse 7 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened for you. For everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be open. Say, it will be open. If I ask, if I seek, I will find it. In Jesus' name. And so you ask of God, and God will reveal the vision over your life. Let me just speak about the the six areas that you should be asking for vision. Number one, you should be asking for vision for your family. I have a vision for your family. Did you write it down? No, then you don't have a vision. It's not real unless it's written down. It's not real unless it's written down. Amen? It's not real unless it's written down. There's, there's a lot of times prophets will come up to me and, and, and they'll come and say, Pastor Kevin, I have a prophetic word for you. And I look at them and I say, write it down. Oh, no, I got to see you in person. I got I to prophesy. Write it down. Oh, I, I, I can't. I, I, have to, I have to, when I'm around you, I need, to, I need to speak. I said, if it's a real word from God, you can write it down. Because you might say it, and I might you know, you might have all the emotions. I might have mocos coming out of everywhere and crying. It might be everything. But if I don't remember it, and if it's a word from God, I want to remember it. So just write it down so that I can read it and keep it before me. Amen? Hallelujah. Don't get offended that you didn't get to prophesy over me the way you wanted to prophesy over me. Just give me the word of the Lord. Praise God. 
I'll, I'll give God all the glory and I thank God for your life, you know, but I, I don't want just to hear it. I want to write it down. Write it down for me. And, and, you know, and if you're in front of me and you want to give me a prophetic word, I'll stop you and I'll say, okay, let me write this down. Let me record you. Go for it. Why? Because I want it real. Amen. Hallelujah. And so you have to write it down. Ask God for his word, for his vision for your life and write it down. Amen. Uh, so you need to have a vision for your family. Your family. Amen. You need to have a vision for your marriage. Amen. All the men say amen. You need to have a vision for your country. Amen. You need to have a vision for your finances. You need to have a vision for your relationship with God. Amen. And you need to have a vision for your ministry. Those are the areas that you need to have a vision for. As we enter 2019, I'll, I'll, I'll be putting them online so that you can reread them. But you need to have a vision for those. Every one of those, you should go, Father, show me vision for this. And then come to the, to the service with those as goals and desires that you want to see to happen in 2019 on our New Year's Eve service. Amen? And so we begin to use our faith and to build the vision with word, prayer, and action. In, in John 15, I'm uh, sorry, John chapter 1, this is the last scripture, and, and I promise I'm going to close, so we'll only be here two more hours. In John chapter 1, verse 51, John chapter 1, verse 51, I read this scripture, and I, and I just started jumping up and dancing all over the place after I read this scripture. Hallelujah. I'm come down there. I want you to read it with me. And he said to him, most assuredly, I say to you, hereafter, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Now, God reminded me, that's what he did with Jacob. What did he do with Jacob? I didn't do that. What did he do with Jacob? He saw the heavens open and the angels descending and ascending, coming down and bringing blessing and going up and taking prayers. And he said, it says there, upon the Son of Man, the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. I want to let you know, that the heavens are open over your life. Amen. The heavens are open over your life because you are one with Jesus Christ. And so if the angels were ascending and descending upon Jesus, I want to let you know whether you know it or not, the angels are ascending and descending over your life as well. Amen. There is spiritual help to fulfill every vision that is given to you Amen. spiritual help because the the things that we 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 think oh they're too big for us great trust god use your faith it's going to happen because of spiritual help it's the supernatural life i'm telling you this year we're going to see angels like never before we're going to have times of worship. Even as you come into the church, you're going to see angels in this room. You're going to see angels in your home. You're going to see angels in your business. But what does the Bible say? They are, they are servants unto the heirs of righteousness. That's right. 
You are the heir of righteousness. You have received it as an inheritance through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So the angels are here to serve and help you fulfill what God has for your life. Amen. You have angels that will help you. So don't get discouraged if the work is big or the vision is too great or it's taking a long time. Angels are working on your behalf. Keep using your faith. You shall fulfill the call of God. The vision is yet for appointed time. Amen. But you have to do your part because the angels will do theirs. They are not unfaithful. They are faithful. And they want to serve. They want to minister unto you. They want to help you. God wants to fulfill his plan and purposes over your life. They don't look at you as, oh, look at that sinner that just get to know God. No, they look at you and they say, that, that, that's Jesus. That's Jesus, the son of the living God. The son of God. That's Jesus. And so it's so important that we start operating our faith. But we don't just operate our faith without vision. We focus call those things that are not as though they are. We write it down. We begin to confess and believe it every day of our life. We operate our faith according to the vision that God has put inside our hearts. Amen? That's why I'm always speaking over your life. All your debts are canceled. Why, why do you keep on saying that? Why do you keep on praying for that? Because I want that vision to be real over you. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And if you're not saying it, somebody has to say it for you. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Your, your school debts have to be paid off. Your mortgages have to pay, be paid off. Credit card debts have to be paid off. Your family should be free to bless God and bless your community. Amen? You should have vision for your health. If you're overweight, have a vision of losing weight. Why you look at me, Pastor? <laughs> look at everybody. <laughs> you have to have a vision for your health. And you have to keep it in front of you. In the trunk of, uh, of, of our car, my wife was cleaning out her office, and she found her old cardet picture from high school. And, and I said, why do you have it in the trunk? I was cleaning my office there. I said, I'm going to go get a, the picture of me playing football. And I'm going to put them right next to each other. We're going to put them on the wall, <laughs> looking at each other. <laughs> I don't know what you need to use the vision, but go for it. If you need a picture of the past or a picture for the future, whatever it is, keep it in front of you so that when the donuts start calling, When you drive by Delia's tamales, <laughs> you remind yourself of what you believe in God for. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Say, keep the vision in front of me. Amen. And so, so as long as you keep the vision in front of you, 
you won't, you won't live a life outside of vision. Amen? There are a lot of people that will call me, invite me to do things, but I have to tell them no. Why? Because it's not part of my vision. It's not the vision that God gave me. It's good for them to work on it. Thank God for them, and I bless them, and I will help them however I can, but I need to be faithful with the vision that God has given me. Amen? I'm believing God that between tonight, uh, between right now and tomorrow when we go into our New Year's Eve service, that God's going to give you fresh vision for every area of your family, your, 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 your health, your wealth, your future, your work, vision. You're going to be men and women of vision. Amen? We're going to focus. Everybody say focus. I can't see everything, but I can see that. And so I'm going to focus on that. Amen? And it's going to happen in Jesus' name. Amen? Hallelujah. You all believe that? Can we give God praise? Amen?